Welcome to the Cool Girls Only podcast, where we talk about the excitement and uncertainty of navigating our 20s. I'm Jordan. And I'm Maddie. A cool girl is on a journey to becoming her best self, and we're here to share our thoughts and learnings every Friday with you. Welcome to Cool Girls Only. episode is something we've been super into lately, talking about all the time, I feel like. Today, we're going to be talking about diet. So eating healthy, healthy habits for, you know, being better to your body. And I think we've kind of been trying to be all about that, you know, with the new year so recent. I mean, God, it's already March. So (laughs) like, it just doesn't feel right to say that anymore. But I've been trying to at least think about it a lot more. So let's kind of get into it. Like what does being healthy or what does eating healthy mean to you? I think it's it's like a lot of things, but at its core, I think it's feeding my body what I think my body needs and not mm-hmm. just what I'm craving. And like that's yes. that's been like a big one for me lately is like there's so many fad diets out there. There's so much like just fake shit, quick fix stuff. Like, in the U.S. specifically, it's so bad. And my ideal end state is just, like, really putting into my body what I feel like is best for my body and getting away from eating because it's time to eat. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Like listening to your body more. That's what I'm all about, too. Because, yes, fad diets are not sustainable. Like, we've, we've learned this. We know this. They're just trying to sell you stuff. Like it's yeah. not it's not something sustainable. And like that's kind of where I'm at too. I'm like trying to find a way that's healthy, but also like that I enjoy mm-hmm. like eating. I don't know. That's for me it's been really like trying to understand like what foods make me feel good versus bad. Like identifying yeah. that. And it it doesn't even mean like Eating, like, a burger and fries makes me feel bad. Like, of course, yes, that makes me feel bad. But, like, even other random things, like, some random foods you could just have sensitivities to. So, like, finding out what those are and avoiding them, I think you'll just feel 100% better. So, I've been kind of trying to do that and also, like, buying higher quality food. More so, like, meat. Like, meat is where I get really grossed out. Same. I feel (laughs) – I've had, like, in the past, I would say six months to a year – this kind of realization of how disgusting it is, the type of meat we eat. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know what it stemmed from. I, I did read a few books, whatever, trying to educate myself. And a lot of the books I was reading was like, you don't need to cut meat out of your diet if you choose to do so. Like, I'm all for it. We all have our own choices. I understand the benefits behind not eating meat. But a lot of like what resonated with me was eating less meat and when you eat meat eat high quality meat yes. like if it's too good to be true it is yes <laughs> like, i know if your chicken is like five dollars that's not i good. know and like yeah i would always of course just go in and buy the cheapest thing like yeah same i mean we both did if you don't have a lot of money it's very difficult to eat high I, quality healthy food yeah like 100 well, like high quality meat is expensive it's very expensive yeah like it really is you couldn't eat it every single day no I mean, I guess you could if you had a shit ton of money. Yeah, but yeah. If like, you if that's where you decide to spend your money, yeah. if you like prioritize like healthy, 
you know, high quality meats, like there you go. That's yeah. that's where your money's going because it's very expensive. So like I've been trying and also like buying organic fruits and vegetables too. Like it's not even just meat, it's everything. Mm-hmm. Like everything has shit in it, basically. <laughs> and I don't know. I've just been trying to be more aware of that when I'm buying things and like planning my meals. Like maybe sometimes I'll plan a dinner to make that's doesn't have meat in it that's what I've been kind of trying to do like making it more of a balance rather than just having meat every single day for dinner yeah and I think like we both are trying to like increase our protein intake right now like I've been really into like lifting and going to the gym and I'm trying to get my body in shape and a part of that is like trying to supplement my diet with some more protein so I can help build that muscle. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I'm like trying to be really conscious about the type of meat that I eat. And so it's like also knowing that there are alternative like proteins outside of just like chicken and beef. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? Like I feel like like eating eggs, eating yes. and like getting like healthy fats in mm-hmm. and like getting a protein powder that doesn't have a ton of crap in it mm-hmm. either that's always been hard for me I know I've talked about that before I'm back on ritual protein powder I know I said like I didn't like the taste of it but it's the only one that doesn't make me doesn't feel make your stomach hurt. Yeah. yeah like I don't know why I have like a sensitivity to that but yes I'm back like ritual I really like I do their vitamins too so like Same. I just trust that it's good mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah agreed like making sure you're getting all of your different nutrients I also feel like during the day when I'm working I don't eat enough. Like there will get a point, obviously the days are busy and you're doing a ton of shit, but I just don't get up and make lunch. Like I will grab snacks. I'll grab a banana. I'll just grab food and I'm just not eating enough. And I can feel it at the end of the day. Like when I log off, I'm like, why do I feel like shit? You just feel exhausted. Why do I feel like I'm going to pass out? Like I could go to bed right now. It's because I'm not eating. Yeah. So I get very jittery. Like I, and I'm sure it has to do with my blood pressure, a lot of different things that are going on. But like, if I don't eat enough, I just feel shaky. I feel anxious. I'm on edge. Like, I don't feel good. And like, I also think there's a difference between like feeding your body when it needs to be fed. And I don't know, we, we can, we can get into fasting if we want, because I think it's a very interesting topic right now. And I know a lot of people do it and say it's bad and other people do it and love it. But I think like, I don't know. I, for me, I'm trying to do five days of a 12 hour fast. Yeah. And like, that's not that hard. It's not that hard. And I'm just going to say this because, (laughs) because when, (laughs) when I heard about some of my friends who were doing intermittent fasting, I immediately was so turned off by it. I was like, why are you doing that to yourself? Like, that's not good for you. But like, I immediately just was like, that's not good. Yeah. Because my experience with fasting was always like, I was a teenager and I felt like I was way too much. Yes. And so I was like, like trying to deprive yourself. Yes. And that's not okay. Like, that's not what intermittent fasting is. And so long story short, I've been doing like, 12 hours is my goal for five days a week. And I, I do feel good. Like I never get to a point where I'm like, oh my God, I'm fucking starving. I'm, I'm like not feeling good because I'm doing it. Like I stop eating at seven or 8 PM and I don't eat the next morning until eight 30, whenever. Mm-hmm. And there you go. Like that's your fasting period. But I think like 
where we go wrong, specifically where a lot of like younger women go wrong is like you're supposed to have the same calorie intake and the same nutrients when you're not fasting. But instead we're, or a lot of women do fast and then they don't eat enough Enough. food during that non-fasting period and you just feel like shit. Yeah. That's why it doesn't work for a lot of people because they just don't eat enough in that time period. Yeah. No, I've definitely tried fasting before and I like it. I think, I mean, it has many benefits. I don't have it listed out right now and I don't know exactly, but I mean, one being like just giving your like digestion a break, like not constantly eating all day and like giving it a break so you can just feel better. Um, As we'll get into later in the episode about gut health, I think it just helps that as well. Um, but yeah, I've definitely tried it and I want to get back on like a routine of like fasting. Like you said, you're doing five days a week, like during yeah, the week. Yeah, five days a week, 12 hours. Yeah. That's a great, I, yeah, I think staying on a routine through the work week, like eating, you know, yeah, you just, eating you routine don't eat after dinner. fasting routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Not eating after dinner. Like that's probably just a good That's all it is. Yeah. Like everyone's like, you know, for me, I just always thought. When I heard intermittent fasting, I thought it it took me back to like traumatic moments of my Mm -hmm. early adolescence where I was literally not eating enough because I was self-conscious about my body and I was trying to lose weight. Like this isn't the same thing. It's the same like nutrients and calorie intake, but instead of eating at whatever, 1030 at night snacking, I stop eating after dinner and then mm-hmm. I'll wait to eat breakfast until eight, eight thirty in the morning. Yeah, and it's that's like not hard. Yeah. It's also just like self-control. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like in a way, even like, if are you it, hungry or bored. Yes. Yes. <laughs> in a way, even if it didn't have other benefits, which it has so many benefits when you hit whatever that twelve to fourteen hour period, even if you just didn't get those benefits, having like self-control over like you just said, snacking because you're fucking bored. Mm-hmm. Like you're just eating shit because you're like, mm, ice cream, mm, wine. Mm. Like, hmm. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. It can get, yeah. I I used to be a huge snacker and we can get into bad habits in a second. <laughs> the, the one thing I do still have to add about like what does eating healthy mean to you? This topic we're just kind of going off on right now yeah, yeah. Um, is actually cooking. Like actually cooking and I want to thank you and Maya for getting me <laughs> both of the Alice and Roman cookbooks for my birthday. I've been actually loving them. I've been reading them. Like, she's so funny. I love all of her recipes. Honestly, it's just about making it fun for me. Like, it was never – cooking was never a fun thing. But I'm kind of enjoying it now. I've been, like, making yeah. different salads and different, like, main courses from her uh, cookbooks. And I'm, like, really enjoying it because it's, like, so fulfilling to cook something and make something and it tastes good. I know. Like, it's, it's the best so feeling. great. I know. So I think that's been huge for me because a lot of my bad ha- habits can really stem out of laziness, like not cooking and whatever. Yeah, I feel like you and I are the opposite. Like, you are, have a very thin frame. Like, you've always been thin. You remind me a lot of, like, Caleb in the sense that, like, Caleb has – poor nutritional habits based out of childhood and laziness. Like he, he just sometimes on a Sunday won't eat until like lunch because he's just lazy. Like Mm -hmm. it's not, and he knows I would say this to his face. I do. (laughs) He's listening right now. He's like, geez. 
Um, but no, like there are moments where he's just like not in the mood to cook, so he just doesn't eat because mm-hmm. he's like lazy about it. And I'm like the opposite. Like I grew up a chubby kid. Like your girl couldn't eat. I don't <laughs> skip meals. Like it for me, it's like the opposite of you. Of like I don't. I've never been like lazy because I've always been like I'd rather I cook need to eat and enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're making dinner now. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess that's a good segue into like what are some bad habits, bad eating habits, bad like taking care of yourself habits that you've had. I mean, I definitely had a lot of body image issues. I went through a phase where I lost a bunch of weight in like end of middle school, early high school. And I lost all that weight because I was doing sports, not because I was starving myself. So it was like very healthy weight loss. I felt Mm -hmm. better. I had more energy. I was excelling in sports. You know, I felt like clearer. I had a clearer head. Like What sports did you do again? I did. When I lost all the weight, I was doing cross country. Okay. That's that. Um, Yeah. So I fucking ran (laughs) three miles a day, five days a week. And I just lost a ton of weight. And I was feeling so good. And then when I got into high school and I started doing like volleyball, basketball, like specifically volleyball, you don't run very much. Like Mm -hmm. unless you have a coach that's forcing you to like run suicides, you're not getting a ton of cardio in per se. And I started gaining weight. And I was like, what the fuck? Like I am gaining all this weight. Obviously, my hormones are out of balance. Like I'm going through puberty. There's so, there's so much shit going on. So much happening at once. Yeah. And like, you know, your body is changing so much in that time. And instead of like embracing it and choosing to be healthy, I fully like went through phases of like, not, I'm not going to say starve myself because I've never, you know, been to Mm -hmm. that point yet. But there were certainly times where I started constantly thinking there's a hundred calories in this apple. Oh, I think there's a hundred calories in this. Teenage girls obsession can can relate. Yes, literally. Like, I had obsession obsessed too. with my calorie intake. Yeah, and it was Which like is sad. It, was, it sucks. It's so sad. It gives me chills because like it's so like being looking back at that moment. It's like I just wish just I could say to my younger it. self like don't obsess over that shit. Mm-hmm. Like it is not worth it. It's not healthy. It's just so sad how many, like, young women go through that. No, I completely agree. Like, when I think back to those days, too, I'm – I feel the same because I would do the same thing. And I wasn't chubby. I was pretty thin. I mean, looking back, I'm like, what was I thinking? It was just, like – It was just a switch or something? It was just – People you were hanging out with? Yep. It was definitely people I was hanging out with. It was definitely just – the rise of social media kind of started coming about just different, so many different things. I mean, and just that time when you're in high school, you're so insecure. It's just a very, very weird time in life. And so I think that can bring out a lot of insecurities. So yeah, I was definitely really pushing myself to work out all the time. Mm -hmm. Like I was obsessed over your body, obsessed over my body, like every, and it's so sad to think about because it just can tear your confidence down. Like I don't – I was not confident in high school because of that, because of those insecurities. So, yeah, it's really sad to say, but I think many, many women can relate yeah. to those those times. And who knows – I mean, I'm so lucky that I'm not like that anymore and I don't have that mindset. But some people, it stays with them. Yeah. Definitely. It, it scars you and you think like – There are plenty of reasons why, 
like your body changes over time. And I think for me, it was always like I was trying to use food to change my body instead of like like figuring out what my body needed and giving that to myself. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's it's like this reverse psychology thing I was doing to myself. And now I'm at a point like pretty recently, I would say it. this did not happen until like within the last couple of years where I felt more comfortable in my own body and like knowledgeable around what I'm putting into it and giving a shit. Like mm-hmm. it was almost like I would turn a blind eye to like nutrition and a healthy diet because I knew what I was doing was wrong. Mm-hmm. Like even in like college, just binge drinking, mm-hmm. eating out, like not taking care of myself and then going to the gym and fucking running two miles to try and make myself feel better. Yeah. Which like is just so unhealthy. It's so unhealthy. Like, yeah. Like, oh, I'll just go to the gym and it'll be fine. Yeah. Like no. like, no, it's not fine. Your body still isn't getting what it needs to have, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and even when I think back to like high school again, like just so many bad habits, bad eating habits and bad habits in general stemmed in that era of my life. I think back and like I would pack my lunch senior year and I would literally bring like a plain Greek yogurt and like almonds or something. Like that's literally what my lunch was. And I could just remember like being so hungry at the end of the day and I'd have to go to practice. Like, and I would be starving, but I would just push through. Like it was just like, why? And I actually gained weight my senior year. Mm -hmm. And wow, why, why, why would I gain weight? Because I wasn't eating. Like literally we think if you don't eat, you'll lose weight. It's the complete opposite because your body goes into survival mode. Yeah. It's in shock. Yeah. You're not, you're not giving yourself the nutrients you need. None of us were taking fucking vitamins. I don't, none of us were taking care of ourselves the way we should have. Yeah. You're, you're just like constant one end of the the spectrum to the other. It's like you're out with your friends and you're eating shit, but then the next day you feel like shit. Mm -hmm. And instead of eating healthy food, you choose to not eat anything Mm -hmm. to try and suffice for those actions that you made previously. And it's like this vicious circle. It's such a cycle. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that's like high school me, bad habits. So crazy to think about it just feels like so long ago when I think about that like I'm just a completely different person but when it comes to like nowadays like I really like I'm not perfect like we're talking no. about this in this episode because we you know are trying to yeah, work healthier it's a work in progress fully but like I said I think right now the biggest habit that's holding me back is laziness um it really is it, it comes down to like, at the end of the work day, I'm like, do I really want to make dinner or should I just go pick something up? And I don't know. I really want to stop getting takeout so much because, yes, it tastes good. Sure, whatever. But you don't know, like, truly what they're cooking that stuff in. Like, you don't know what oils they're using. Like, there's mm-hmm. certain oils that are just so bad for you. Like, and fried food. Like, just it's not good to have that all the time. So I think enjoying cooking more and cooking better quality food like you know where your food is coming from you know exactly what's in the meal you're making Mm -hmm. like just I just need to focus on yeah and I know like we've talked about this before too but like when you go out to a restaurant and you eat really like delicious food and you're like oh my god this is so delicious (laughs) it's so good there's so much salt there's so much like fat in there it's it's not good for you but the caveat to that I will say is like 
instead of like trying to eat chicken and rice and broccoli five days a week and then you go out to dinner and eat a huge bowl of pasta and you you're like this is so delicious try like adding not a lot but enough like healthy sea salt you know Mm -hmm. like healthy fats into the food that you're cooking because it not only will obviously taste better so you'll enjoy it more but it's like it's better to have that type of food made for you at home than Mm -hmm. going to a restaurant and ordering it there like it's literally 9.99 times out of 10 it's going to be healthier for you to make a homemade burger and homemade fries mm-hmm. than to go out and order that. Like, right. There's That's... nothing wrong with cooking guilty pleasure food at home. You know if what you I mean? You can make fries with yeah. healthy oil in an air fryer. Exactly. There you go. And it'll taste amazing. You don't need to feel like shitty about it because you're also eating better food at home mm-hmm. than going out. I'm all about it. I'm all about eating better food at home versus going out. Oh, and like processed foods too. That's another one of my bad habits. Not even bad processed foods. Like, like I'll give us like an example. Bars like, like I don't know, granola bars mm-hmm. and crackers and cheese, like things like that. I, I mean, they're not necessarily bad, but I just feel like I got to a point where I was eating a lot, and that would be also related to laziness like during the day at work like instead of making a lunch I'll grab some crackers and a baby bell cheese like easy but not enough like it's not enough and I'll get to the end of the day like I said and wonder why I feel like I'm gonna pass out because I didn't need anything and I'm like running on coffee and like crackers and cheese so anxious on edge not feeling good yeah I hate that feeling that's yes that's me a lot that's me very often (laughs) so that's one habit I'm like trying to break like try I'm gonna set like a reminder on my calendar that just is like get up stand up from your desk and go make lunch like just do it yeah and it yeah just like get out of your head for a minute yeah Moving on to our next topic, why is it important to take care of your health early and form positive eating habits? And like, what are some positive habits that you formed? My, my like first thought to this was, I I think I heard this in a podcast. I cannot remember who said it, but it kind of stuck with me. And it, it was to look at health, like money and investing, like the earlier you start, the better it is. I don't know. I feel like I've since I've hit my mid 20s, I've really, really started prioritizing my health. And like, I'm just really trying to take care of myself, you know, before it's too late. You don't want to like have all these health issues later in life and then wish you could go back and reverse all of the shitty food you ate and the like just bad habits you had. So if you have like my positive habits that I've kind of started doing are my morning detox drink, which I was just telling you about. So Jordan inspired me to start drinking lemon water in the morning. So the detox drink is just like half a lemon with my water. And then I'll add in the Saqqara chlorophyll drops, which is like another just detoxifying drink. So it's just all mixed together. It just makes me feel so good in the morning. Like before coffee, I would just go straight to coffee in the morning. I know. Same. I, Melissa would help. I watched like a 10 minute video she did about habit building and she talked about how she used to wake up and immediately make an oat milk latte. Like she's obsessed with it. She's like, I'm never going to get rid of it. I love it. It's my vice. And then eventually one day she's like, hang on, I'm so dependent on this. That's the first thing I do every day. Mm -hmm. Let me have lemon water. And it just like clicked with me because I not only am obviously addicted to caffeine, but 
on top of that, I just like am so used to that habit of waking up and having coffee. And I started, it was literally the next day. I'm like, I'm done. I am done waking up. Yeah, it was one of those moments where like Like a zombie walking towards your Nespresso. It did. (laughs) Literally dreaming about my Nespresso (laughs) machine. I didn't have to convince myself to do it. It was like, I'm going to form this habit immediately and I'm going to stick to it. And I literally do like, since I watched that video and told you about it, every single morning I wake up, I have half a lemon and lemon, like hot water before I intake anything else. Do you think hot water is better? I like warm cold. water. You like warm water? I, I know like warm water is better for the digestive yeah, tract, I guess, true. which is what she talks about. Um, But honestly, I didn't even do it for the digestive benefits. I know that there are some. It was more so for me, like I need to take a pause and not immediately go into my Nespresso yeah. jar. <laughs> and just like make your coffee yes. and that's the only way you can exactly. start your day. Yes. Agreed. I think it's been so good. Like I've just been really, and it's like a ritual. Like you look forward to doing it when you wake up. It's become like a consistent habit for Mm -hmm. me, which I like, which is also leads to my vitamins. Like I do that detox drink and then I take my vitamins, which is another healthy habit I build. Um, I do the ritual vitamins. So I take those and then I take my Saqqara probiotics. And then I also have like this like vitamin D spray because I'm just trying to keep my vitamin D up, especially since it's the winter. Um, but that's definitely been a positive habit. So you're taking ritual too, right? Yeah. We, Caleb and I both take ritual. We've been doing it for a little over a month now. Um, I really like them. I feel good. I don't think it's too expensive for like the subscription. Um, we take it – I just got a tip from my doctor. He was like, you should really take vitamins with, like, some sort of fat. So he just mm-hmm. recommended eggs. So, like, my normal morning routine is to do, like, lemon water in the morning right when I wake up, sip on that for a while, feel good, and then I'll have a coffee. And then after that, I'll usually do, like, one or two scrambled eggs. And with those eggs, I'll take my vitamins. Okay. So I'll do, like, the two ritual, and then I'll also do a vitamin D. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Keeping keeping our bodies healthy with our vitamins. I love my probiotic and I I think it takes a while to find a probiotic that works for you, but I had a probiotic once and like I don't know, some of them you can take on an empty stomach and some of them you probably shouldn't. I tried this one probiotic and I took it right before I went to the gym. You shit yourself or something? No. (laughs) No, I came back and I literally threw up. Oh, my God. And I was like, uh, what the fuck? Like, empty stomach. Empty stomach. I took it on an empty stomach. Never again. I literally got rid of the probiotic because I was scarred. Yeah. So, Saqqara probiotic has been really good for me. And I just love them in general. They just have such great like additions i love their teas i have all their teas i have their chlorophyll drops or metabolism powder i mean i could be like a cigar yeah, ambassador sponsor. at this point <laughs> yes please sponsor i mean we're just talking about all their products but yes yeah, so those are some of my healthy habits and like just trying to listen to my body a bit more yeah but any i mean we kind of have similar healthy habits do you have any others to add we do i i did just get a probiotic also sakara thanks for the rec (laughs) um i haven't tried it yet it's still like in transit on the way to my apartment um but i am excited to try those and i know like the reason i cared about trying probiotics is from the skinny confidential episode Mm -hmm. and if you guys hasn't haven't listened to this you should definitely listen to it it's all about gut health Diet. It's literally life changing. It's 
you have to listen to it, I feel like, multiple times to, like, fully intake yes. what they're talking about. I've listened about. to it, like, five times. That should be our rec for the week, so everyone can just yes. click, listen. It's life-changing. It's so good. And, like, there's definitely – they talk about intermittent fasting. They talk about vitamins, probiotics, um, like, specifically taking a probiotic when you have an antibiotic, like and, – And, like, lifestyle. How, like mm-hmm. – how your lifestyle impacts your gut health and like your home and like how your what cleaning products you're using that was like that was eye-opening for (laughs) me too that was like I kind of knew I should be taking a probiotic like I've had IBS for since I was what like 15 or 16 I've always had digestive issues Mm -hmm. so like that's that should have happened a long time ago (laughs) yeah so I'm on the track for that but I agree with you listening to that episode when it talked about like cleaning products it like made sense for me like yes it it was shocking but I was like it makes sense like I don't need if I'm just like wiping down the table that we just ate on and like there's a few crumbs I don't need to spray all this disinfectant yeah you know so in the episode they kind of talk about how we are so accustomed to using these really harsh cleaning products on every fucking surface yeah and like how that's not good for your microbiome it's not good for your like household to have all these, like, chemicals. It's, like, killing all the good bacteria. Exactly. And I agree with you. Listening to that, I was, like, I have bleach spray and I bleach fucking everything. Like, yeah. I came from a Clorox household. Like, <laughs> I am the baby of that. A Clorox household. And listening to it, they were just, like, this doctor on the on the podcast was, like, if you are cleaning your desk and you don't even eat or barely drink at your desk, you don't need to use disinfectant. Just wipe it down just with wipe warm it down. water. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, wow, that was really – That was eye-opening too. I was like – I mean, I don't know. Sometimes you just like the feeling when after you, like, wipe yes, everything down and it clean. smells clean. Mm-hmm. But truly, just light a candle and it will feel the same way because I – it was just crazy to me. So that was, like, one interesting thing that I didn't know before. But you have you have all the, the tips written out. What else did they talk about? Yeah. I oh, think also I... disclaimer, like what? we are not <laughs> we're not no. dietitians. We don't know anything, but this This is our personal experience. Yes. Not yes. a educational yes, episode. Not educational. <laughs> if you want to listen to an educational episode, go listen to yes. it. It's getting confidential. Um, but another thing they talk about, I know we talked about vitamins, we talked a little bit about probiotics, benefits of that and your gut health. Um, but like specifically your microbiome and they talk about, um, like vaginal versus C-section deliveries. Oh my God. That was crazy to me too. I know. And like how important it is for like a baby's microbiome when they are birthed vaginally versus a Mm C-section. And like, obviously just as a disclaimer, I was born as a C-section baby. Were you? I was. And like back in the day... Back in the day, literally like Back 10 years day. ago, you used to be able to like schedule C-sections and now that it's much less common. Now it's kind of like you need to have a specific reason to have a C-section versus a vaginal birth. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people would agree with that. It's a good thing to have like a vaginal birth, but I had no idea like the benefits of a of a baby being born that way. Right. Like they have all of the bacteria and like I don't even know the what natural it's called. vaginal discharge. <laughs> yeah, just and all like over the baby. After birth, yeah. And just like letting that sit there for a little bit. It, it's very, very good for a baby. And they were also talking now how like if you have a C-section, you can take you can take a, a, a yeah. swab from the mother's vaginal area and wipe it on the baby. Mm-hmm. 
So they're still getting those benefits, which I was like, okay, that's amazing. Like, just so good to know. Yeah. Like, setting your baby up for, like, good gut health. Yeah. (laughs) Starting them out right. Starting them out right. But yeah, I thought that was super interesting. I also was curious. This is just a total random question, but would you eat the placenta? I don't know. Like, Like, I don't don't know the benefits of it. I know that Lauren did, but I just – I don't know if I would. I mean, it's she took to be, it like, in the super capsules. nutritious. Is it? Yes. Okay. Because I never knew like what the benefits of it were. Like I would. I don't know that I'd eat it. Like I would like to encapsulate it, like she did, and just take right, it, like, like a pill. get it dried out. Yeah. Like that would be fine. I don't think I could eat it. What about you? I have no idea. I I will say like five years ago I was like fuck no. Like I would <laughs> never eat my own placenta. I have no idea like why people do this even with the nutritional benefits it weirded me out but now i'm kind of like i really don't know people Maybe do I weirder would. shit now of like, course yeah there's there's weirder shit in the world than eating your own placenta yeah. at this point so yeah i don't know i would have to like research the benefits a bit more but why not <laughs> literally why, why not, not? <laughs> it was funny because in the episode he was like oh i haven't heard of that or like he just didn't know it was yeah. interesting so yeah, interesting, interesting. It was a really, really good episode, and like I said, I've listened to it like five times. I seriously think it's just a good one to continuously listen to because it just talks about how like your gut health just impacts everything. It impacts so many different areas of your life, and if you have skin issues, if you have digestive issues, like literally it could allergies, relate to any – Yes, yeah. allergies. Like it could relate to any random issues you have, so – it could definitely benefit you. I mean, just to even start taking a probiotic. Yeah. And also like stress. I feel like we didn't understand. Maybe a lot of other smart people understood. I didn't understand how much stress affects my stomach. Like, yes. It, and I've had issues for the past 10 years of my life with my stomach. Like constant. I don't Me even too. know. I mean, haven't we all? Yeah. And that's the thing is like there's this huge uptick specifically in young women between like 18 to 24 of having like really horrible stomach pains. And like we're all so fucking stressed right now. It, yeah. Sometimes I feel like I just don't put together how much stress, stress affects my body. everything. Yeah. Like I – whatever you guys know I was in a job I wasn't happy in I was really stressed all the time I was working too much I wasn't taking care of my body like I felt so shitty like Mm -hmm. physically not not just mentally physically my body just felt tired I never felt good I never felt like I had energy like and it was just a combination of a lot of things obviously but like how stressed I was and how much that was affecting my physical health was just insane. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Like I, for some reason, I have just been feeling so stressed lately and it's so interesting to see like how that manifests itself into your body, like physically, like my like neck and shoulder area every single day are just in pain because I'm so tense. tense. Yeah. I have tension. Oh my God. I was laughing the other day because I told Joe I woke up with my jaw clenched so tight and my fists were like oh literally clenched. I was like, what was I dreaming about first of all? Um, but yes, just so much tension in my body. I I don't know. I'm trying to figure out like best ways to like manage that. Like how did you – what were like some ways you managed stress and like how – like what helped? Yeah, I mean working out is a big one for me. It always has been. Again, I think it depends on like the type of workout you do. Some people say like – 
going to a gym raises their cortisone level and they're super mm-hmm. stressed and they're feeling tense and not relaxed. I don't feel that way. I think probably because I grew up like working out with my siblings and it was just always a part of like my childhood was kind of being in a gym with my brothers and and doing workouts. So that's a place for me where I feel I can relax and like be in my own head. So definitely working out helped me a lot. Yeah. And also like I know it sounds like a cop out, but like getting out of the situation I was in, like I was super unhappy with work. That was a huge point of stress in my life. Like literally 95% of all stress came from that job. And I finally was like, fuck this. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And I, the way that I feel now mentally and physically has changed. Like, you know, I just feel like a different person. I feel like myself again. Yeah. Like after a year of just feeling like shit. Yeah, no, it makes a huge difference. Like, getting out of that situation is definitely key. I don't know that – I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it is for me. That's the thing. Like, I feel like some generally I'm just somewhat anxious a lot and, like, it just becomes stress. Like, I get mm-hmm. overwhelmed very easily, so I have a lot of stress and tension. I think music can help a lot too. Yeah, music like, definitely helps. Music can shift your mood and your mindset so much with literally no harmful effects. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely, like – Something for me that I go through phases with listening to music all the time and then I'll stop for a while. Mm -hmm. And I definitely found like when I was feeling stressed and anxious, just putting on a playlist that I love would calm me down immediately. Yeah, I completely agree. I'm actually – so I have like the next two weeks off between jobs and I'm trying – have you heard of like the float tanks? Yes. I'm trying one of those. Oh, my God. I made a, um, That's exciting. an appointment. There's, like, a place in Brooklyn that you can go for, like, an hour, and you just sit in that float tank, and it's, like, sensory deprivation. So it's, like, the lights, lights off. are off. There's no There's sound. Salt it's soundproof. So yes. you float. Yeah. So you float. Like, I'm very excited just to see how it is. Like, I have never tried anything like that before, so I'm curious to see. But, like, people say it's the most, like, at peace you can feel, and, like... I'm just curious to see how it is, so yeah. I'll let you know. I, I love that. I've never done it. I've always wanted to, but it, it's definitely, especially living just in the fucking time we're in right now. Yeah. Like, a lot of shit's going on. This pandemic has been really hard, obviously, for so many people. It's been very stressful, and our bodies are just on edge. Like, I feel like we're I'm, everyone's yeah. tense right now, yes. and I, I think that's a great idea to go somewhere completely deprived of any, like senses and you just you just float float. (laughs) just float i'm excited for that yes i will let you know how it is i'm very excited all right last question to wrap this up what do you wish you had known about eating better and taking care of your health when you were younger i think we kind of already talked about this but i wish that i knew and like could shift my mindset like eating healthy doesn't need to be deprivation like Yes. It doesn't need to be deprivation. It doesn't need to be, you know, framed around like eating healthy means not food, not tasting good food being like plain chicken and broccoli. Like you were saying, it doesn't need to be like that. I wish it was framed more so as like you're taking care of yourself and you're, you know, prioritizing yourself rather than deprivation. Um, So that would, would have been huge for me. And, you know, honestly, everyone just has to learn in their own time and like, like I said, everyone's different too. So finding what works for you and not listening to everyone else and what works for everyone else, because honestly, it might not work for you. Like a specific diet that worked for someone 
does not work for everyone. You know, I wish I knew that because I feel like I bought into so many different things like that. Like, I don't know. It, it was a tough time as it is for many people. So I think that's, that's definitely one thing I wish I knew. Yeah, I agree. The deprivation mindset is, is huge. I wish, I wish I had known about that when I was younger. I wish, like you said, I would have paid more attention to like giving my body nutrients instead of taking calories away. Mm-hmm. Like that, that is something that was never taught to me. I had no experience with that. None of my friends were talking about like nutritional health. It just wasn't like no one, no one was fucking talking about this when mm-hmm. we were young. And I also grew up in a home that didn't have like a ton of healthy eating habits. So I feel like my mindset when I was younger was just deprivation, like trying to look at my body and then change how I eat based on how I feel about my body. Mm-hmm. And instead it should have been like, what foods do I eat that make me feel strong, that make me feel good, that make me have energy? Like those are the things I should be intaking. And maybe there are things that make me feel shitty that I should like not cut out per se, because I don't think if you're really young, you should be worried about like your diet very much. And I wish like, if anything, I could go back and be like, just enjoy it. Like Mm -hmm. don't obsess over like calorie intake. Don't obsess over, like you said, fad diets. What are other people eating? Maybe that's how I should be eating. Yeah. Like just like super self-conscious and not listening to my own body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so funny because I grew up in a household where like my dad was super into health, super into wellness, just like eating healthy. So I was always surrounded by that. But it's funny because I feel like that also created like if I were to go elsewhere, like to friends' houses or my grandma's house or something, would I would eat, eat like yeah. shit because I didn't have it in my own house. So yeah. it kind of formed like this weird relationship with food where like if I had the chance to eat something shitty I would because I couldn't get it because yeah, you didn't have it in your home so that was interesting to me too and also like a teenager I, I was a teenager and rebelling against my parents like I don't I'm not gonna listen to you you're telling me to eat healthy like I'm gonna do what I want mm-hmm. but then you grow up and you realize okay I should have listened to my dad <laughs> and now like I ask him for advice all the time about stuff like that but yeah it's just interesting like growing up and like I said you just have to learn on your own time truly yeah and it learn on your own experience right like Mm -hmm. we you started taking a probiotic you started taking vitamins you're feeling better you have more energy you recognize like when you don't eat enough during the day you feel like shit at the end Mm -hmm. of the day like vice versa when I drink too much I feel like ass yeah like that's terrible yeah that's not like whatever we've normalized being hungover so much in this country it's so like I'm to the point where I if I drink I'm literally out the whole next day yeah like if I drink a lot yeah it literally knocks you out for an entire day which you're just not productive (laughs) I know and that's yeah we've talked about a little bit I know we're gonna have an episode on this too because we've had some listeners like give us questions and they want to talk about it because it is a hot topic and like there are just certain things that we're putting in our body that literally time after time make you feel like ass, and yet we yeah. continue to do it. It's like the society has – I mean, it's the social norm to drink. Yeah. Yes, episode coming soon about that because I think that's just a very interesting topic, mm-hmm. especially when you're in your 20s. It's just so normal to just drink all the time. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, God, this this episode's on diet, and we didn't even talk about alcohol. I completely forgot <laughs> about alcohol. That's just a whole other issue. Yeah, but yeah, no, we'll it's definitely, definitely get to it. Definitely, like trying to drink 
cleaner, trying mm-hmm. to drink things that make me feel better. Like, if there's a certain alcohol that makes your stomach feel horrible, avoid cheap it. wine. Oh, my God, I'm guys. done with the cheap wine. If, if you take anything away from this episode, <laughs> it needs to be take your vitamins, <laughs> eat what you feel like eating, not what you feel you have to be eating, and also stop drinking cheap fucking wine. It is so bad for you guys. There's so much sugar in it. You're going to feel like shit. You're going to feel like do. shit. So just avoid it. Avoid. Up the ante. Get yourself a, n- a little nicer wine, a mm-hmm. little cleaner, organic, whatever it needs to be. But oh my God, I agree with you. <laughs> I cannot. I don't know how anyone drinks that I shit can't. anymore. I can't. All right. Well, that's a wrap. This was, we just went off. I mean, this was a great conversation. I could talk about this all day, but same. We will be back soon with an episode on body image and working out and an episode on, you know, alcohol relationship with alcohol in your twenties and how to kind of go about not drinking in like a group setting or things like that. So that's a wrap. And that's a wrap on this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you want to stay up to date on everything for the cool girls only podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at cool girls only podcast. And you can sign up for our monthly newsletter at coolgirlnews.com. All of our information is linked in the show notes. We would also love to hear any topics you're interested in or any guests that you think would be a good fit for the show. Feel free to send us a DM on Instagram. We would love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening and we will see you next time, cool girls.